Good day to you guys. This is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian. And these are Curious Conversations. This evening, uh, it's the recording I'm, uh, right now, it is evening, it is 9pm here in, uh, Midwest Michigan. And getting ready to feed my baby Xena a bottle. So if she starts crying and whatnot, uh, well, you know, babies and things. Uh, I wanted to talk about some important, uh, something important that has been going in my head today, especially, but I haven't done a podcast about it. And in these conversations, I find it important to uh, define your terms. Uh, There is a very controversial word, a very uh, negative word in our culture, uh, especially in the English language, uh, between the English, the Brit the British English and the American English uh, and Canadian English and what have you that often uh, there is a loss in translation almost there is a, a misunderstanding when it comes to um, this word and because of that uh, when I'm discussing uh, the Bible, when I'm discussing uh, politics, discussing culture, discussing uh, family matters, what have you, uh, this word will on- will undoubtedly pop up depending on who I'm talking to. Uh, Especially in our political atmosphere, this word has been popping up a lot. Uh, this word has uh, been a very popular term to be used against one's enemies. And you may be wondering, okay, Zach, uh, what word is it? And that word is contradiction. Uh, that might... This word might be, uh, in my conversations, the number one term that I have to define in the midst of a debate. Uh, I've done multiple YouTube videos, uh, multiple times have I debated people, uh, on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, in person, on the phone, through Facebook Messenger, through text message where uh, undoubtedly I will have to define that one term and that usually changes the debate completely. Uh, Why do I feel the need to change or define my term? Well, because there is a, the word contradiction is a philosophical term Uh, And depending on which English 
you use, it has a very different idea that comes with, uh, or not with contradiction necessarily, but its counterpart, uh, paradox. Okay. So there's, there's a contradiction, which I define often because people say uh, that something cannot be another thing at the same time. Or A cannot be not A at the same time. Uh, which is true as far as it goes, but it, that's not a contradiction. There is an actual law that comes with contradiction. It's called the law of non-contradiction. It's an ancient, uh, thousands of years, millennia. It's a millennia's, you know, uh, old philosophical rule uh, that often gets um, missed in our English. And it's both a Latin law and a Greek law, like for philosophers. And because of this, uh, uh, we often don't pay much attention as English people, English speakers, about it. But the full law is that um, A cannot be A and not A at the same time and in the same relationship. Okay. So... What does that mean? Well, so when we say that Jesus is man, is truly man, and then we as Christians say Jesus is God, and that he's truly God, uh, the question becomes... Are they is is the Lord Jesus man truly man and truly God at the same time and in the same relationship? If you were to say yes, uh, you would um, be hard pressed. To not be contradicting yourself, uh, even though technically that would not be a contradiction, uh, the law of non-contradiction would not uh, see that as being guilty, because a contradiction would be Jesus is man and Jesus is not man at the same time and in the same relationship. So, uh, what would that look like? Well, before Jesus was born, Jesus was not man. He was solely God. He was solely the Logos. He, was, he had no flesh about him. He, the word became flesh. He became man. He then dwelt among us. There was a time where the man Christ Jesus was not and then there was a time where he was. And now from that time to the present time, 
he is still man. But there was a time where he was not man because he was solely the Logos, not encased, right? Not, not enfleshed, not incarnate. Uh, we're about to celebrate Christmas in the next few weeks. We're in the Advent season right now, and this is a great time to consider that the Lord Jesus was born. That the divine Logos, the second person of the Trinity, was born. And so here is the second part. This is the more controversial term, and that is the word paradox. Now this one, it's, it's, uh, this is a, a controversial one because of our social media. Uh, about a hundred years ago, me as an American, this wouldn't be a controversial term at all because I'd be talking to Americans. But because of social media, because of the internet, uh, because of the ability to go and talk to people across the pond, to uh, people in England who speak uh, a, Brit a British English, right? Uh, the word paradox means something different uh, I haven't talked a lot to, about to Canadians so I can't say whether or not what their stance is on it or not uh, but that being said uh, in American English so there are two definitions of a paradox and it is dependent upon your nationality which is the common use uh, in America a paradox is something are two things two statements that seem to contradict each other right it seems to contradict each other and they don't that you can show you know um, it's the idea of, you know, how can Jesus be God and man at the same time? Well, that's a paradox. Because right? uh, maybe, you know, it may seem like a paradox. You know, how can Jesus be man and not man uh, and still be Jesus or whatever? Like, well, Jesus can't be man and not man at the same time and in the same relationship. Uh so when we say uh, in the beginning the word who is the Lord Jesus the Lord Jesus is the word in the beginning he was the word and he was not man and then when he became incarnate he was the man Christ Jesus uh, so you can say Jesus is man and Jesus was not man that is a paradox that is a seeming contradiction, but it's it's to help distinguish between a seeming contradiction and uh, what's truly not a contradiction, and what are actual contradictions. So Americans use that word. Uh, the reason why is why this is complicated because when an English person 
somebody from England, and perhaps even from Canada, uses the word paradox, they mean contradiction. And the reason why is because the Latin and the Greek both have the prefix uh, para. Uh, and right at this moment, I cannot recall which one is which. Um, but the point is, is one means uh, to go alongside, like a paramedic. Uh, and the second is a uh, is like a, you know parry, like you're going against, you're fighting. So it would be two. So in other words, it would be two truths. A paradox, dox meaning words or truths or whatever. So two statements that attack each other. Two statements that contradict each other. They go at each other. And they fight each other. They're, they collided. Uh, they're not compatible. They're not parallel. They're perpendicular. So... Uh, in one sense, if you want to be real silly, uh, a statement cannot be a paradox and a paradox at the same time and in the same relationship, depending on if you're English or if you're uh, American, because of that distinction in our national uh, sentiment. And both definitions are right, because it depends on which uh, language root you're grabbing from. Are you grabbing from the Greek uh, para, or are you grabbing from the Latin para? And it's perfectly fine to choose one or the other. Uh, and so when you hear me in some of these con discussions, conversations, uh, my interviews, what have you, uh, you'll find me uh, using paradoxes. Uh, you'll certainly find me during this Christmas season using a lot of paradoxes. Um, if you want to call them contradictions, please uh, go on my Twitter at at Zachary Kameen. Uh, uh, message me on Facebook. Just look me up on Facebook um, at Zachary Kameen or even email me at ZacharyKameen at Yahoo.com and tell me, I think you're contradicting yourself. And if I am, then I'll be glad to uh, be put under that scrutiny, uh, put under the law of non-contradiction or the law of contradiction uh, to show, like, is it, you know, is it a state? Is it a uh, instance of me saying that A is not A at the same time and in the same relationship? Or is it a matter of um, A is B and A is C, or A equals B and A equals C at the same time and in the same? So uh, I'd be happy to uh, go through that. I'd be happy to... Uh, um, go through the laws of logic. There are three laws of logic, and uh, I'll probably do some po a couple podcasts on those, perhaps maybe in the future as I read up on them more and more, so I ha have a better idea of them. But this was certainly the uh, the most important 
in my view of the laws of logic which is the law of non-contradiction because this one tends to be the one uh, that people get hung up on especially when you're dealing with paradoxes and especially in conversations with those cross the pool uh, that's all I got for you guys today uh, I do appreciate you guys so much for being willing to hang with me, listen to me, have this conversation with me, being willing to continue this conversation, uh, being willing to uh, suffer long with uh, my uh, wanting to do this in the midst of my life. You guys are getting to be more and more a part of my life, incorporating this podcast throughout my life so that I can feed my daughter whilst doing this podcast and i do appreciate that guys oh she's got real excited about this battle all right guys god bless you uh have a great rest of the day i hope you drive safely as you listen to this podcast or however um whatever else you're doing because certainly when you're listening to a podcast if you're like me you're multitasking so god bless you guys enjoy and take care (laughs) 